Welcome to Team Luke for Minds Podcast. On this show, our mission is to help families just like yours. We'll bring you inspiring stories from brain injury survivors, advice from health professionals, and much more to help make the recovery journey a little easier. If you or anyone you know has a, suffered from a brain injury, this show is for you. So, uh, first of all, thank you so much for being here listening to the Team Luke Hope for Minds podcast. Today, we have someone very special, Caitlin, and I really wanted to just go ahead and let her take it away by asking, what is your story? Tell us about your experience. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Um, Team Luke has done so many wonderful things and I've done so many wonderful things with them that you know near and dear to my heart. So thank you for doing this for them and through them and having me as a part of it. Um, basically, I was a cheerleader for 15 years. Um, I did competitive cheer and then I ended up at the University of Texas and all that. Um, and I got a number of mild concussions along the way. Um, I didn't seek treatment for a lot of them. And then the last couple were within seven months. Um, so I guess I got, you know, around eight concussions over probably eight years, um, which over time just added up and the symptoms kind of after the last couple started really showing up as far as long-term post-concussion syndrome type symptoms, lots of uh, memory issues, headaches, just chronic daily headaches for three years that would not go away, wouldn't budge, um, dysautonomia, vision issues, you know, sensitivity to light and noise, pretty much every symptom you can get from a concussion I had because I hit my head in so many different ways. Um, and it took me a long time to be able to figure out how to help myself. There just wasn't the knowledge um, out there in the field of concussion on, you know, getting eight concussions, what do you do to, to help actually heal instead of just making it through the day and through the symptoms. Um, so, you know, I think really my family and I, my family was a huge support system and they helped me find the right care and the right doctors, but, um, I don't want anyone else to ever have to, you know, have headaches for three years. Um, so that's kind of why I have stuck in the field and, you know, I've always been passionate about the medical field and, um, athleticism and stuff, which both go along with concussion really well. And so, um, yeah, now I'm just taking that on full time. At what point did you decide like to, to really seek treatment, like not just like, oh, this, you have a concussion, just like really dig into it. Yeah. So I would say, um, like I said, in 2015, I got three concussions in seven months. Um, and I actually, when I had only gotten two of them in like four or five months, I made an appointment with a specialist in Houston um, because I started noticing some like just cognitive issues. School was a lot harder than it used to be. And I couldn't, you know, remember, I could not find words or form sentences, things like that. So I asked the coaches, uh, my cheer coaches at UT to set me up for the specialist and they did. And then the day before I went to see the specialist, I actually got another concussion moving furniture. So that was the third within seven months. So um, that was really the turning point for me of when I saw that specialist, you know, hey, yeah, you definitely got another one. And all you were doing was moving furniture and you hit a wall. So at this point, it's so easy for you to get them. Um, you know, you really like A, need to stop cheering unless you want to get more concussions and then B, really look at healing, not like worsening, you know, it's essentially what I had been doing. So yeah, just really looking at um, the root causes and stuff. I think that was the turning point. Mm -hmm. So I just to touch on to that question that Jared was asking too, were there any phases that you would describe throughout your injuries and 
I guess for you, it's kind of an unusual situation in the sense that you had multiple concussions and such too. Um, so could you talk a little bit about maybe those phases that you went through? When did you start to think, okay, I need to go talk to someone. I need to go get some help. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's a really, really interesting question. So I think like my first couple of concussions were early in high school. And so that kind of phase of concussions was very much, oh, I sprained my ankle. You know, I got a head injury. I got a bruise. I'm fine. I'll wait a week or two and go back. And um, I had one in high school that took two or three months to heal. But even then I, I could still do school full, full time. And you know, I wasn't really struggling. So I think high school, that kind of phase of concussion was like, oh, concussion's not a big deal. You know, I'm, I'm fine. And then um, I went through a period of time where we thought I didn't get a concussion for four years. Looking back, I did. Um, so then that phase kind of happened of like, oh, okay, my brain is 100% fine. It's healed from all the high school concussions. I can do college cheer. You know, that was kind of a decision to make. Um, and then college cheer kind of happened. And that was probably the next you know, phase of concussion. Um, they did take it seriously, but that's obviously when my next injuries occurred. Um, and so at first I was fine. Like the first, you know, again, within those seven months, I really was okay. It was kind of after the last one, like two months after the last one that really hit the phase of like, you know, this is not going well. My life is not sustainable right now. What are we like, you know, just really bad depression, anxiety, living at home, migraines every day and that kind of stuff. And then it turned, I guess, at some point more into kind of hope, you know, oh, there are alternative therapies out there that maybe the doctors at Mayo Clinic didn't tell me, you know, like, cause they left me a little hopeless. But once I found alternative medicine, I think that kind of introduced a new phase of healing of, okay, maybe I can actually heal and not just cope. Um, so then I think that's kind of been what's going on. It's been going on for, for the last couple of years, I'd say. Do you think that there was a stigma around having concussions or a sense of normalcy with it that might have influenced the fact that you didn't go and get treatment earlier or so? Yeah, I definitely, um, I think from an athletic perspective too, this is different. I was actually, I'm on the national um, advisory, TBI advisory board now, um, actually, which is really neat. And um, so I was just talking to them about this. Um, athletes just see concussion as something that if you get it, you heal as fast as you possibly can and you don't talk about it ever again because your coach doesn't want to have athletes that have concussions and you don't want to, you know, have that, like, again, yeah, that stigma of, you know, being an injured person. Um, so definitely as an athlete, there's that stigma. And then again, as um, I've always been, you know, intellectually gifted, I would say. So um, the stigma around like when I was applying for internships or things through college of making sure that I wasn't telling the the employer about the head injury, which, you know, in hindsight was hiding a big part of my life at the time and, and still. Um, but yeah, definitely not wanting other people to know that I had had a brain injury for a long time. Did you feel that way around your family and friends? Probably not so much in those later stages, but perhaps earlier on, was it hard to explain sometimes the severity of your injuries or the fact that it was a TBI, really? I think a lot of people don't recognize that with concussion injuries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely didn't think of it as an actual brain injury. Um, yeah. And I would say my friends, um, it was really dichotomous. Um, so there were certain friends who really, you know, spent time and did research and would read the articles I sent them and would listen and come to my house if I couldn't go out, you know, things like that. And there were some people that really understood and who are still my closest friends because of that. 
And then there were the people who didn't try and that's, you know, that's okay. It's not their issue to deal with. Um, but yeah, they definitely, there are some people who just, you know, aren't gonna, aren't gonna understand, I think, and are gonna kind of, I guess, question some of the symptoms. Um, I've definitely had people, you know, like I'll have brain fog or fatigue or certain things. And they're kind of just like, oh, you just, you're just tired. You know, like it's, it's just normal, like everyone gets headaches or, you know, something like that. Um, where it's like, no, I know this is from a different cause. So just really trying to get people to understand that sometimes is difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Like the concussions, like a series of concussions versus one kind of, you know, it's one giant event. Yeah. Which is what most people we've talked to. It's like one event. Yeah, and I would assume that's true for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. How did you uh, get started and get involved with Team Luke? Yeah, so Team Luke, um, Rhonda Johnson actually found me um, because one of my friends had written an article about me that made it into the Austin American Statesman. Um, So Rhonda's mom actually found that article and then she connected with me. And so Team Luke, then we kind of connected and I started doing support groups with them. And um, at the time they did both kind of severe TBI and then I headed up kind of a concussion segment, I guess, for them. Um, Since then they've kind of refocused on severe TBI, but um, I was, you know, able to do a lot of stuff with concussion and I still help their more mild um, cases as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, (laughs) Um, as you progress, like you talk about going through those different stages, what therapies have worked best for you? I would say it's very different through each phase or symptom. Um, and I, it's always interesting because me, for me, my last concussion was November of 2016. So it's been three and a half years now. Um, and my symptoms are still changing all the time, which is really fascinating to me. And, you know, Six months ago, I was very different than I am now and, and not worse, but I'm probably better, but just different. Um, so yeah, the, the therapy has definitely changed through that. But I would say for me, detoxing has been huge. Um, most people don't realize that like um, those toxins can enter your brain after a brain injury. So that causes so much fatigue and headache and things like that. And so that really cleared up a lot of my chronic daily headaches was just working on getting all these toxins out of my system and getting my like systemic inflammation down. Um, another big one for me was vision therapy. My eyes were not, you know, working together well after that many hits to the head. Um, uh, also, you know, lots of mental health counseling therapists, things like that. It's, it's a lot of, anxiety and depression and life changes and identity, you know, refinding and things like that. Um, so definitely a lot of the mental health stuff was, was huge for me. And then just simple things like drinking water more. And I drink celery juice every day now for, you know, inflammation and holding yourself right with postures so that your neck is elongated and not crunching and causing a headache. Just, just a lot of the small changes like that um, made a huge difference for me. Mm-hmm. If you could give a recommendation to someone who recently experienced a concussion, what do you, what would, what advice would you give them? I think I would say really look at what's causing your symptoms. Don't just look at the symptoms and try to take a nap. If you have a headache or something, you know, that's not necessarily going to heal it might make it feel better for the next hour or two. Um, but really look at what's causing your symptoms and how you can fix that versus just trying to, survive through the recovery that then is going to be a longer recovery because you're not, you know, addressing the actual issues. 
For sure. And that's actually great that you mentioned headaches specifically, um, because I wanted to ask also what your recommendations were regarding migraines specifically. I think that was kind of an interesting thing that you brought up that is consistent across many different types of TBIs, especially um, perhaps ones that would be categorized as like wild to moderate too, where people might not even realize, for example, that they have a brain injury. How would what recommendations would you provide for them? Yeah, no, I, I meet a lot of people who are like, Oh, I think I might've had a concussion when I did this or when I was a kid and I was, you know, playing on the trampoline. I think I got one and I've had headaches ever since or migraines. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well maybe, maybe you should look at that as a cause. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that you bring that up because I hear about that all the time. Um, For those people, I definitely recommend looking at just like the core, you know, postural neck and like how the neck is fitting and stuff like that. Um, and trying to figure out when you may have had a brain injury, what part of it you hit, um, you know, kind of the things around that. And then just looking at how long it's been. And if you can, I mean, I always believe that you can realistically heal it. Um, but just kind of, I guess I, I think every situation is so unique that it's hard to give like kind of a one recommendation for everyone. Um, I would say, but I mean, in general for migraines, there's tons of, you know, there's a lot of medications out there and there's a lot of, um, I meditated a lot for migraines and ice and heat and dark, you know, kind of just making it through until you can figure out what's causing them. So for me, I think it was the toxins. Um, and after I was detoxing the migraines really, really stopped. So it's just so specific to each person based on what's causing your migraine that I, that's what you need to figure out. I wanted to ask too, so you, what are some things that influenced you to start detoxing? I think uh, that's another really interesting remedy that a lot of people are accepting into more modern and more common practice nowadays, but I would love to hear a little bit more about your journey with detoxing and how you started to notice those changes happen positively for you. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, It's been a huge thing and I agree, not many people know of it, but it is becoming more popular. So I actually started seeing an integrative doctor back in high school um, and kind of just for more, I've always been anemic and had thyroid issues, you know, kind of some systemic stuff like that. Um, And so I went back and saw him after my concussions, just as kind of like, what do you think? You know, as from an integrative perspective, we're kind of at a loss, you know, what should we try? And his big thing was, I think you have some really bad systemic toxins. And sure enough, we found out that my car was a hazardous mold zone. It had a ton of mold in it, so I was, you know, fighting concussion, and then all those mold toxins can get straight into your brain, so that causes, you know, that worsens them a lot. Um, so that was obviously unique because I had been in that mold exposure, but, you know, even EMF radiation, you know, Wi-Fi, things like that, and just all of the toxins in our water and in the air and everything is so bad these days, and that doctor really educated me on that, and all these fake estrogens, and everywhere you look, there's, like, something bad um you know and he calls you know tbi patients canaries in the coal mine because we feel those you know if someone else has the same toxins in their system they're going to be fine but we're gonna feel really really crappy if we have those in our system um so yeah that that dr taylor wallace or sorry dr wallace taylor um in austin texas was the one who really really helped me explore all that I'm just curious from like a nutritional nutritional perspective, when you talk about detoxing, are you talking about like fasting or like juicing or like yeah, that's a really, really good question. Um, 
so, yeah, so I do celery juice, 16 ounces every morning, um, which is kind of a healthy, it has little sodium clusters in it, which really clean out your gut. So it's kind of a, you know, good, just systemic cleanse. But no, I'm actually talking more about um, IVs and ozone therapy and oxygen therapy, things like that. So I, um, for about a year, did IVs two or three times a week with ozone. So ozone is O3. So that free molecule, that three, um, binds with any free radicals in your body. So when you're doing it as an IV, it kind of, they put it in your blood and then it binds with any of those toxins, that extra molecule. So it gets everything out. So really more of a, I would say like an intense detox, you know, mm. at the cellular level versus like, oh, I'm going to do a juice cleanse for three days. Cause mm. sure you might feel good for those two days, but that's not going to, you know, fix anything. Right. Well, since we last talked to you or, Tried to before it got lost to my computer. <laughs> um, you started something. You started the Concussion Network. So can you talk about that process and why you decided to start it? Yeah. And what it is? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been helping people kind of through my recovery just because I don't, I firmly believe no one else should have to have headaches for three years. You know, no one else should have to go through that when I've found these remedies, these more natural remedies that work. Um, so I've been helping people on the side as I'm recovering, just, you know, cause they need help and, you know, just, it's, it made me feel great to, to keep them from suffering longer. Um, but just recently as I've been looking, I've finally been feeling well enough to look at, you know, my career and starting that, thank goodness. Um, and I was kind of like, you know, I think this could really, there's, there's a need for this, you know, there's a need for, it's essentially concussion coaching. Um, so it's just telling people what options there are out there after a concussion, what you need to look out for, just all the information you need to know that I had to take years to find and search. And, um, you know, there's, there's still more coming out, obviously, still more research and stuff. So it's really getting people the resources and information and support they need in order to, like, heal, actually. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. I'd love to hear that. Thanks. Eventually, I would like to focus on athletes, um, just because that's my background. I'm very passionate about athleticism, and I guess I'm a firm believer in after a head injury, especially you know a, a mild to moderate head injury. I think you can get active again most of the time, um, and some people I think through their recovery kind of give up on being active. Um, they kind of say, "All right, exercise makes my symptoms worse. I'm just not going to do it," and for the rest of their life, they're a little sedentary. So my big thing with concussion is trying to get people back to, you know, maybe not the exact same life they were living if they can't, but being active again and, and having the lifestyle that they naturally would want to have. I absolutely love that. And wh when did you start it, by the way? The concussion um, I guess we officially launched the website just this Monday, May 4th. <gasps> wow, congratulations. Yeah, so I've been working on it since January, February, but we just officially launched. So, yeah, starting what to have a clients now. What is that website for people that would like to look into it further? Yeah, it's www.theconcussion.network. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think a lot of people would definitely benefit from that and especially reaching into the pool of athletes. I, I can only imagine how many student athletes are probably walking around not even knowing about the severity of the injuries that they have or, you know, even even things such as their self-confidence or so, you know, those may seem little and such a big picture scale, but I think they have 
a tremendous influence on the lives of college students, high schoolers, um, just these young athletes that are entering the professional world like you are right now. Um, I think that they would take that as a great source of inspiration to know that they can get better and to know that there is a sense of recovery and options out there for them. So I think that's really, really great. I wanted to also ask, and we asked everyone this at the end of our podcast, if you could provide a key takeaway or a couple of key takeaways to someone who has suffered a TBI um, or their families, what would you recommend to them? I think I would, um, you touched on it just a little bit, actually, when you were just kind of talking for a second. Um, hope, I think, is just the biggest thing that you can heal. There is hope for actual healing after a brain injury. It's not something that, you know, if you had a little brain death or a little, you know, uh, you know, an injury like that, you can still be okay afterwards. And you can still, there are so many things you can try. I think a lot of people just get stuck. And again, this comes back to a lack of information, but they just don't know what to try next or where to go or, you know, what, what options there are. Um, so just, I want people to know that those options are out there. Even if you don't personally know what they are right now, they are out there. The hope is there. You just need to get connected to it. Um, and I'm, you know, that's what I'm trying to do, obviously, because there aren't enough people who know. Um, but yeah, that's what I would like people to know in general is just that you, you can heal and it, it will happen if you are persistent with it. Great. Well, thank you. This thank great. you so much. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to Team Luke Hope for Minds podcast. If you want to learn more, check out our website, teamlukehopeforminds.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. See you all next time.